hoes, you got bass, you still got them. What you still tricking niggas out they cash when you out here. Had to be one of them pussy ass niggas, I am not I him. Am not. Try to trick me, slam out they cash, and I got him. Niggas thought that shit was over with till the forehead dropped him. Money, it gon' always get you bitch ass niggas out here. Are you nigga falling for a So we was talking about promos last week, and I think I found a way to fix the promo problem in WWE, where they want everybody to cut a promo, and not everybody can. I think I found the solution. You want to know what that solution is? Please tell me. Let it be taught, the promo program, let it be taught by Kwame Brown because that man all of a sudden just showed up unfiltered and mad and he won everybody over by giving a promo that was very funny but it wasn't a laughing matter I I think it could work so if I'm not mistaken NXT used to have uh, the Snake Man helping uh, developers learn how to cut promos. If I'm not mistaken, development, developing talent, learn how to cut promos. Yeah, I think Jake the Snake was teaching them. I think maybe Scott Hall was teaching them as well. Uh, But I don't know what's going on. Obviously, somebody isn't. Nobody's there now. Yeah, because I was about to say if Jake and Scott Hall were. They are definitely not anymore because the promos would be a lot crisper. They'd be a lot better. Uh, And that's just not on just for the NXT roster. That's for the main roster as well. Yeah, mainly the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, because the the NXT roster, I mean, excuse me, but they are supposed to be uh, not good at this. They're supposed to be learning this, or so we say. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there was just a, there was the, what was I going to say? There was a significant amount of uh, releases today from NXT. Most of them centered around uh, Drake Wurritz, who was out here being a QAnon dude about masks and, you know, saying, oh, pedophiles are hiding behind masks. And... I was like, oh, okay. Okay, dude. You you spouting the QAnon. So they got rid of him? They got rid of him, which we found out. That's the reason they got rid of him. But we've, I think we just found out, like, when they were announcing this, I was reading this. A year ago, when everything was going down, when we was tearing the world up, tearing the country up, in honor of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and everyone else who was killed by the police. Mm-hmm. WWE had a diversity and inclusion meeting, particularly in NXT, and Drake Warwick just got up and walked the fuck out. And, right. and I'm surprised no one whooped his ass then. Although supposedly someone tried to. It definitely was Walter. No, it wasn't Walter. <laughs> it was a dude by the name of Ezra Judge. Which, if you look at that dude, and you go look at Drake Wurridge, if Ezra Judge would have smacked Drake Wurridge, 
He would have turned into dust. So I just looked up uh, that Jabroni Drake Wards, a.k.a. Drake Younger. Uh, you want to take a guess as to where he's from? Uh, Orange County? Hey, not bad. He's actually from Indiana. Yes, they oh. are very far apart. But same energy. like us, yeah, from L.A., we kind of know. Same energy. Or as I like to call the O.C., just the West Coast version of Florida. But, yeah, yeah. he's from Indiana. So the fact that he's 36 and he looked 46 tells you everything you need to know. He's 36? You're 36. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I think I told you this a long time ago, but racism ages people. Like, yeah, that man is 36. 36. Motherfucker, like, bro, you look 50. Like, bro, he is only four years older than me. And goddamn, yeah, he looked like he about 46, 50. Yeah, that man this looks is not like how he's supposed to look. No, you look like you're ready to enter your grandfather years. That's crazy. When I Google that, I'm like, bro, like, that's sad. Yeah. You barely above the age to like run for president, and you just you look like the president. You know, the president says I just had to look him up just because I was curious, and I also had the releases up too. But and also in the comment section, uh, these goofies talking about how is Aaliyah still employed? Hey man, stay out of business. Let her stay there forever. Aaliyah, how is Aaliyah still employed? Why y'all care? Aaliyah on TV. Is, yeah, please keep her on TV. Actually, we need her on TV more. Thank you very much. Robert Stone brand. Shout out to the Robert Stone brand. Right. He be calling people sis. Yeah, you good, sis? No, this dude really 36. I see a picture of him two years ago. You know what was wild about his story that I found out? Mm-hmm. When he first got hired, everybody was like, yo, this is this is it. We really like this dude. He was great on the indie scene and all this and that. And now everyone out here like, yo, get this dude the fuck out of here. Like, let him go. We don't need this nigga. Bye. Eventually it was going to have to happen. And I think yeah. really what was the nail in the coffin is when he had that little Florida meeting, like you said, where he talked about how we can't tell, like, uh, pedophiles apart because they have masks on. Like white people would do anything to say we don't want to go by the rules. So yeah. let's figure out a way to go pe- bypass the rules for no reason. Like, bro, I hate the mask as well, but goddamn. Also, it's a very funny thing. Is like now looking alike is a problem. Oh shit! shit. Black black folks, <laughs> Asian folks, Muslim folks. Latin folks is all sitting over here just like, oh, oh, really? It's a problem. Expand. So why did they let go of Alexander Wolf? Uh, I think his contract was coming to an end, and I I think they like him, but I think he was just ready to go do other things because he could probably get more money on the indie scene. Oh, no, he about to go crazy in ROH. Yeah, you can do ROH. He might have some pop-ups in Impact. He might have some pop-ups in GCW, places like that. You might see him in reality or wrestling, all of those different places. Yeah, but I can see that. Yeah, that dude is talented. He'll land on his feet. Everybody who's been released 
land on their feet. Um, I think the most important thing is these NXT releases is the nail in the coffin for that whole, uh, this is a development uh, league. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this, this definitely shows more than that, just because when I look at the list of people here, minus the referees, yeah, everybody you could tell is definitely like development workers. Yeah. Like, my guy is upset that Vanessa Bourne got released. I like Vanessa Bourne. She used to be with Aaliyah, right? Uh, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But no, I thought she could have been useful, but hey, man, the competition is getting tougher, and that's just what happens. I think a lot of those people will be fine. They'll they'll hit the indie scene. There's a lot of wrestling going on. It's a lot of wrestling going on television now. It's, you know, I think we we forget that New Japan is still looking for an American TV provider. So it's a lot of wrestling that's about to take place on uh, television and be televised. And that's 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 nothing wrong with that. I'm happy about that. So uh, nothing but well wishes to everyone except Drake words. Drake words. I mean, you know. Let's just say uh, prayers down. Yeah. The way New Jack used to talk about people he didn't like, a lot of people may have that sentiment towards you. But anyways, we get into it. Uh, We do have to talk about rest in peace, New Jack. The uh, one of the most... Oh, what's the best way to say it? Infamous wrestlers and personalities in all of wrestling, be it in the ring and on the microphone and in interviews. Mm-hmm. That was a dude who was the epitome of, if you ask me a question, I am going to answer it. And I am going to answer it the way I want to answer it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 58 years old, though. I was like, shit. I didn't realize he was only 58. Yeah, I thought he was older than that. It's the scars in the forehead that just, I was like, oh, okay. But the thing is, he didn't really look 58. The last picture I seen, he looked like he was around here, but not 58. <clears throat> yeah. When he had that f- big, uh, when he had that pimp suit on, when he was on Vlad TV. That's true. That's true. He looked like a member of Do or Die. Um, <laughs> he had a chopper suit on. <laughs> he said Do or yeah. Die. It was like, oh, Johnny P, rest in peace, going to pop out and start singing the hook. Who are no. with me? With the Deacon glasses on. Yeah. Um, so, rest in peace, New Jack. I know his daughter wrestles now and she was a little hurt she was definitely hurt that was her father um and people reached out to her and others uh shout out to D'Lo brown who said he's been having a hard time coming to terms with it um yeah just hopefully uh you know the family is taken care of his kids are taken care of his wife is taken care of and to honor him, go watch some of those ECW matches. Hopefully, they're still on Peacock. If not, they on YouTube. No. <laughs> I don't think those are on there. 
I don't think they ever gonna make it on there because you know they took a you know it's one of the things you never realize what you have until it's gone. I feel that way every single day about WWE Network. I just wish I had one more day, man. Yeah. And if you how the song go, just what? One more day and I will be holding my. That's how I feel about the WWE Network every day. Uh, well, if you can't do that, just go watch his Dark Side of the Ring episode just to get an understanding Classic. of who he was. Uh, <clears throat> and we're going to move on because it's a lot to talk about this week. A lot has happened. Like we just talked about those NXT releases and all that. That happened today. That happened mm-hmm. like a couple hours before. Um, you know, Raw happened and Raw started with the best opening to Raw in recent memory. Uh, two months ago? No, this one. The one from this, this past one. Monday, right? Yes. No, but I'm saying this is the best one since months ago. Re- when you said recent memory, I'm thinking about months ago. Nah, probably further back than that. Damn. I can't remember a Raw that opened and I was like, yo, this is fire. And the reason Listen. was... Cause we, we know, know go ahead tell them. Go. You, you want, want me to tell, tell them? them? You tell them. Big meaty women just up there, queens surrounded yeah. by Bobby Lashley. I don't know why I'm talking like <laughs> Star <laughs> Trek right now. You sound like Bruce Bruce. Like, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking like him, Captain Kirk from yeah, Star William Trek Shatner. right now. Yeah, well, but still, but listen, first of all. I'm going to play it back for all the audience members. If you didn't see this, boy, you better go to YouTube, watch You Know What Wrestling, You Know What. I ain't going to give away the whole URL, but go look for it just for that segment alone. First of all, I told you and I texted you, I was like, bro. So the thing is with me and Raw, it's always weird. Some always tells me, you know, especially if it's no games on, I want to see. It's like some always tells me, yo, go watch Raw. And I usually follow my instincts all the time. I'm like, so this is one of the times where it didn't feel me like, I was just like, you know what? It's no NBA on today. It's no baseball game I particularly want to see. Let me just see what's going on in Raw. I'm probably not going to watch the whole three hours. But let me turn it on. As soon as I turn it on, my champion came out with one of them big-ass suits he usually have on because he a big-ass dude. And he got them glasses on. But it's dark. Now, cut to the camera. The first young lady came out. I said, hold on, wait a minute now. What do we have here? And then from there, another queen came out. And then after that, you know, some nice young women. But, you know, I don't, I don't dip I, I don't dip in the milk too much, my brother. I don't never do that. So, you know, no disrespect to anybody that's into that. That just ain't my thing. But them two women came out. Then they walked to the ring. And boy, oh boy. Twitter, or at least my timeline, with the same African men that watch wrestling just like me, they got the same mindset. We said, who that? Now, shouts out to my bros, my little bros up north in the Bay. Shouts out to them. Public Enemies podcast. They said, hey, we need them ats ASAP. And from there, it started trending. (laughs) And then from there, Somebody found the ads. And then because I follow these young women, 
and you know, I follow him and I'm respectful in the DMs. Uh, they posted Public Enemy saying it, bruh. If that wasn't the highlight of Monday, I don't know what was. Oh yeah, they uh they could have came out to Sister Big Bones by Anthony Hamilton, like <laughs> <laughs> like I. They didn't need them other girls. They could have just brought two black girls. They could have just bought more of them out there. Listen, that's who everybody was talking about. Like the vanilla could have. They didn't need the vanilla. Vince was back there, but like, yo, diversity, inclusion. And then everybody was like, not this time. You don't need it this mm-mm, time. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This is an African only celebration. Because, bruh, literally everybody on my timeline, at least. And then I think it was trending too on Twitter. Like, bro, everybody's like, who is them two? Yeah. Everybody's like, I don't give a damn about the other one. No disrespect. Who is them? Yeah, we see that all the time. Especially in Florida. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's those the women Scott Steiner used to come out with. But them other ones. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I said, bro, mama's recipe, there you go. They they definitely are a product of Mama's recipe. Yeah, but you're right. So I had to think about the segment for a minute. I was like, oh yeah, that segment. Yeah, that, that that's definitely segment of the year. It's the best opening of Raw of the year. Like yes. I don't even remember what MVP was talking about. I don't mm-hmm. even know why the women was needed, but they were needed. Yeah, like I don't know who made that choice backstage. Who said you should bring women out for this segment? Even though you winning because it's a celebration, still, it's been many a times he came out and won. He didn't bring no women out. It was just a celebration. Yeah. No, it was. They was just like, we're gonna bring some women's out today, and I was like, bet, do that again. Just without warning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, I. We don't know the reasoning for it. We don't know how that idea came across, who had to pitch that, how they found the women that fast, but they did it. I feel like Vince pitched him, like, you should come out with some women. You got to celebrate this. And MVP was like, you're right. I know a couple girls right now. Yeah. OG light skin. He definitely, yeah, I know, I know Shorty. Yeah. We yeah. in Tampa. But you know who else was following him? I checked Instagram and I, so I, I looked. I'm not about to sit up here and pretend I didn't look. I looked. Come on, bro. I'm going to look after we done recording. I didn't even think about looking, but I'm going to look. But um, I looked to follow. Titus follows both of them. So okay. maybe it Titus. It all makes sense. <laughs> I was like, is these Yolanda Adams friends? Because if so, things hey, are starting to come together. My brother, you are smart. We found a culprit. There you go. Case closed. Because I forgot. Listen, I'm going to tell you off air about how I got connected to one woman. It's because Titus O'Neill was following her years ago. I was okay. going to say, Titus is great in my book. I've okay. seen many women he followed. <laughs> I said, I understand. I got to start following Titus for that, for that alone. Because there's been some women I've seen. And I said, okay, yeah, this is a Southern man right here. Titus in the DMs, like, there's no such thing as a bad child. You want to make one? Like, I yo. I think he definitely want to read them scriptures. 
No, nah, no, nah, scripture man be the nasty man. Hey, once again, the women I've seen him follow told me everything I need to know about him. Yep. They all in shape, just like them two young women. They be in the gym. I look at the IG story. I ain't gonna sit up here and lie to y'all. No. They be working. I'm ashamed out. of it. If y'all see my Twitter, Banks No Rest 2, y'all should know I ain't ashamed of damn near anything. No, no. Shame is uh these white people don't feel no shame. So why you should you? You preaching. And then for um, the most part, y'all have to worry about me being a nasty man because everything I say on there, I say to women respectfully. Yeah. There's a difference between being a nasty man and being raunchy. Oh, I'm but, definitely uh, raunchy. But no, nah, the main thing, so we get, you know, Raw. And Raw was still not a great show, but that's, <laughs> you know, like if you want some fairly decent wrestling on Mondays at this point, you might be better off watching uh, Elevation and seeing what new indie talent is coming through. But uh, no, Raw had one good thing. The main, there was an open challenge. And thankfully, we said no Braun Strowman, no Drew McIntyre. Cool. Makes sense. We just saw that yesterday. We don't need to see that shit again. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a good match. So who becomes out? We've been teasing all these people. Maybe Sheamus will do it. Maybe Damian Priest will do it. People thought Brock Lesnar or Keith Lee was returning. Nah, we got Kofi, bro. We got Kofi versus Lashley and Kofi Kingston won. Now, be fair. Yes, there was a distraction finish. And I think since uh, if according to what culture wrestling and shout out to Simon Miller, I think since like February or March between Raw and SmackDown, that is the 60th distraction finish that's happened on Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Which is wild, which means there's like two a week at minimum. But there's a distraction finish, Drew McIntyre. So if you want to get this, some people want to discredit it that, but like, look, man, everybody wins by distraction finish on these shows nowadays. So that's just how people win. So Kofi won with the, the surprise roll up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, we, uh, I don't know if it's happening at Hell in a Cell, but maybe in two weeks on Raw, we get Kofi versus Lashley for the WWE title. And I'm with that. I'm with that. How about you? So I just had a conversation with my guy, Donnie, uh, before we came on here. Same thing. And I told him it's the same thing me and my brother just been talking about for a while. Same thing, bro. Before I get to Kofi, the legend, top 20, top 15, wherever you want to place him, he, he on that list somewhere in there. Hey, man. I get it now. Why do I need to see Drew every week, though? Going for a title shot. Braun Strowman yeah. was not there. It's well, like, bro, you just putting yourself in a title shot every week, bro. Yeah. Braun, I think, has a rib injury, so he might be out for a little while. Oh, okay. So that's why he did that crazy-ass flip, because he's like, fuck it, die lit. Yeah. He's like, he saw Kevin Owens' matches, and he was like, oh, bet. I'm big too. I can do that. Yeah. You ain't the only one. Keith Lee, nigga, get out, get out the way. Um, 
No, nah, Brian had a legit injury. And yeah, I told you this last week. You know, y'all thought I was playing. Both triple threats ended the exact same way. One person hit a move. The champion came in and stole the victory. And now we running back Lashley versus McIntyre. And we running back Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Y'all think I'm crazy. But you see it. All right. So let me see. So we, because I'm trying to get everything correlated. So did you think, yeah, they run it over. The Rhea Ripley thing, they're going to force that. I, I think we get Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Hell in a Cell is next month, right? Damn Money in the Bank. I don't know when Money in the Bank is. It seems like they've rearranged. Money in the Bank might be after SummerSlam nowadays. I think it's actually in July, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's in July oh, okay. now. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't I don't know why cuz I'm I'm used to hell in the cell if I'm not mistaken in October, right? Yeah, it's usually October or yes, yeah, October because then uh, September is Night of Champions or Payback or whatever. Yeah, so I was like June, I was like all right, but um so we definitely going to get Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte in the hell in the cell. Uh because we got to see it again. We're going to get Drew versus Bobby Lashley. That's why going to what you're saying about Kofi, it's like this is a nice surprise. Yeah, and you know what we want to see now. Like they definitely know what we want to see now, and that and what we need. Like I don't give a damn. We need that match. But it's like y'all couldn't just wait because you know you about to have Drew versus Bobby in Hell and Cell. Y'all couldn't wait till afterwards and give us that at Money in the Bank, or or because he hasn't won Money in the Bank yet. This is all a setup. For Kofi to go to Money in the Bank and get the briefcase, there's that. That would be nice. So you know how Vince works; he don't give you everything you want. So if we got to see Bobby Lashley versus Drew and Hell in a Cell, which actually sound doesn't sound that bad, even though I'm so tired of this, which doesn't sound bad. If we got to go through this hell to get to heaven with Kofi winning. The briefcase had money in the bank. I'm willing to go through this pain. Yeah, you you have a lot more faith than I do. I don't think Kofi's winning the briefcase. Um, he gonna give it to Matt Riddle. Maybe. Um, <laughs> he got. I honestly believe Matt Riddle would be in that money in the bank match before Kofi. Like I, I, I'm not even joking. The thing about Kofi is this is nice because WWE knows this ain't going nowhere, but it's a nice match to have on TV. Like. The reason they do so many surprise finishes and distractions and DQs is because, like, I don't, I think the only match that finished clean was Sheamus versus Ricochet. And we'll get to Ricochet later. Hmm. But um, that was the only match that finished clean with, like, no distraction, no DQ, if I'm, if I remember correctly. But they do that so, like, if people ain't, are feeling it, they'll go back to it. If they're not feeling it, they can get from underneath it. And the Kofi thing, they'll get from underneath it maybe next week. Like, maybe, like, I don't even know if we get a title match between Lashley and, and Kofi. We might just get, like, a no DQ match, and that'll be it. Because the champion has to look good. But I would hope for a title match. It makes sense. You beat the champion. You, you deserve a title shot. Let's, because, you know, it's the methods of the madness. So they put that out there for a reason. It's not like. It, it's one of the most established workers or 
was definitely one of the most established workers in WWE history and probably all time as well. But they did that for a reason to set something up. But I feel like you did it just so we can go back to have Drew versus Bobby at Hell in a Cell. I'll be extremely surprised if we don't get that at Hell in a Cell. Because like I said, they just they making us annoyed of Drew now because you keep forcing him to be in a yeah. world title picture when it's like, hey, bro, let him go get the U.S. title for a second. Or just let him go beef with someone else. Like, yeah. Or, heard, I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. I got another I heard, idea. Well, you go ahead. No, all I was going to say is my fault. All I was going to say is, or this is just a setup for him to go to SmackDown. I don't think he's going to SmackDown just yet. Um, Because I, if you go to SmackDown, you have to figure out how to keep him away from Roman for months on end. And I don't think that's that'll ruin both him and Rowan Roman. Right. Uh, the thing I will say that I think is, is important. And the thing I think that will happen is the rumor is gender Mahal and Drew McIntyre are supposed to have a rivalry. Huh. And I think that'll be a good rivalry. Unfortunately, I think that might be for the WWE title. And this is the problem that's happening with Drew is what people had with Roman in his early days when he became a main eventer. It's the problem people had when John Cena after he won the title is you see him so much that you don't miss him or you don't wonder when they're going to get back. You always know they're right there. And it just it takes away any any wonder, any mystique of like oh will they win the title are they done are they going to do this where are they going to go are they going to go into the tag team division for a while like you don't know and that's unfortunate because with good wrestlers you know they don't always need to be in a title match in order to feel relevant Mm -hmm. like if you're as big as these stars are relevancy is just you as a person and you as a character but I mean, look, I think I told you this the other night is this is proof that Kofi is one of the most trusted workers in all of WWE because it's like oh, this, it's a throwaway, but we don't want a complete throwaway. So could you get Lashley versus Kofi? Yes. But also don't be surprised if Monday now for the number one contenders match, it's Drew McIntyre versus Kofi. Because that is also likely to happen. And then, so, yeah, I mean, they could do that and just justify it that way. Like, yeah, he had the match with Bobby, but then, you know, he gets this number one contenders match for Hell in a Cell, and then it's Drew. Because, bro, I'm not – like, I like Jinder Mahal. I ain't trying to see no Drew versus no damn Jinder Mahal, no 3MB beef. Not for the WWE title. If it's just a basic like rivalry, okay. Yeah, because it's like no need for him to have the title. Like, bro, I'm pretty. I don't know if the merch moving, but people are really messing with this Bobby Lashley run, and he dominant, and it yeah. works, and it's yeah. entertaining, bro. You just gonna have people like not be tuned in if you go put the title on Drew again. Yeah, and it's such a short run, like, bro, just. Keep it like it used to be back in the day. Have these dominant runs. You got two great champions right now. And this is the first time in years where we had 
on two different shows, two great champions that people generally want to watch with Bobby yeah. Lashley and Roman Reigns. So yeah. it's like, just, just keep it. I mean, but you know, I, I think can't leave well enough alone. They probably do go. Yeah, they can't leave well enough alone. That's really it. Yeah, and that's the route they got. Like, bro, because it's no point of taking the title off Drew, knowing that people don't mess with it. It seems like it's a consistent thing that people mess with Bobby Lashley being champion. So you're just going to take the title off him, and then it's like, all right, you put it back on Drew, nobody cares at this point. Again, then it's just another title. Yeah, like, hey, man, Lashley winning at WrestleMania wasn't uh, – it was a mixed crowd. Like, it was a pop. But there was booze, but there was also cheers. So what do you do? Well, it's Florida. So those booze, you, you can guess where they came from. Is that? But uh, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see. Um, like I said, I hope we get Kofi versus um, Lashley on TV. I mean, Kofi versus Drew would be good TV too, but it it just would lack, it would lack a. Uh, a little more. It wouldn't be as fun. That's the best way I could say it. Like, there's no way Kofi is winning the title against Lashley. There's no way he's going to beat McIntyre for the number one contendership. But when it boils down to it, Kofi versus Lashley is just a more fun match right now. Right. And like I said, maybe this is just a whole setup once again to put the title on Drew, man. But he's all right, but he's not real. Yes. Now we're talking about getting real. Let's go to our man, Sami Zayn, who got very real on Twitter about his feelings when it comes to the Israel-Palestine situation that's going on, which is essentially Israel is bombing the shit out of Palestine. And we're kind of pretending that that's okay for them to do. Us being particularly America. And Sami Zayn, I think people forget, Syrian-born, Canadian-raised, still very much for his people. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's been talking about it. He, uh, he even went at mayor candidate Andrew Yang for saying Israel has the right to defend themselves. And he spoke on behalf of the Palestinian people. And he's been on the side of the Palestinian people. And that's ruffled quite a few feathers when it comes to the people at NBC Universal and those who run Peacock. Because they were basically told by their sponsors, you got he can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. And you know, for those who cry free speech, fair, he is in a company, he has to think of things like that. But when people were screaming cancel culture, no one was talking about the fact that hey, they put so much pressure that Sammy did have to eventually delete his tweets. And he is in a fatal four-way intercontinental title match this Friday. And guess who's taking the pin? Oh, he definitely taking the pin. And guess why? Uh, politics. Yeah. Politics. And it ain't even wrestling politics. That's the wild part. It ain't even like he rubbed some people the wrong way. It ain't any, anything like that. He just... Politics. Like, yo, man, what's what's going on backstage? It ain't backstage, bro. It's global. You're gonna sound like DJ Khaled. It's global now. <laughs> the the question is, like, who puts the pen on him, though? Uh, oh, it has to be Apollo. 
Apollo has to keep this going. Okay, I thought uh, that's what I told somebody earlier. I was like, bro, why would they take the title off Apollo? No, they're not going to take the title off Apollo. He just got it. And he got this right. character, you know, he Black Panther. They're not about to take the belt off Black Panther. Yeah, no, they can't, bro. I, I messed with it too, man. He got my guy Dabo Kunta out here. What's his name over there? Femi? Let's see. Because I don't even know. He Dabo Kunta to me forever. Yeah. But, I was about to say his actual real name. I was like, shit, I'm about to kill that. Let me look it up. Yeah. But no. Uh, but no, it's all good. I think... Uh, that's 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 a weird place because we just had Drake Words out here getting fired, and we found out he's just been a QAnon, you know, racist for the last year at least. At least, bro. At There's least, no this is what they gonna find. They found yeah. some in the chat rooms. That's why they got rid of. Well, he was just going out there, like he he was talking to the city council. Some other lady gave this city council thing, and he was sitting there in support of it. Uh. Like I said, like a year ago when they were talking about diversity and inclusion, when America was, you know, fucking its own self up over racism. And he was like, nah, bump all of this. That should have been the moment where he was like, you know what? You can go. But, you know, it's uh, it's who runs the company. They may have similar viewpoints. It's just it got a little uncomfortable. It got a little too loud. And they couldn't defend it anymore because the bread. Now, Sami Zayn's point of view is not nearly as controversial as Drake Words. Because Drake Words has no sound. It's not a sound argument. Sami Zayn's is a sound argument. It's just we're in America. We're very pro-Israel. They spend a lot of lobbying dollars here. That's really all it is. It's not about whether what, what you believe or this and that. It's just... We're on this side. Mm-hmm. End of story. So Sammy's feelings is just like it's not even taken into consideration. I'm surprised we didn't get that match on WrestleMania Backlash, though, the Fatal 4-Way, because I felt like that was a Backlash type of match. But I appreciate it being on TV. That'll be a nice like main event television uh, match. But speaking of WrestleMania Backlash, so it's two things. So we got to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about, which was the zombies. And I don't have that queued up, but we can just talk about the zombies. I mean, it, it ain't much to say about the zombies that everyone else said. Like, you either really, really hated it or you were fine with it. I don't think anybody who was fine with it or hated it, I don't think they'll disagree on the idea that it was definitely corny. But wrestling is corny sometimes. I thought the most hilarious thing was out there was Morrison out there doing parkour to get away from the zombies. <laughs> Bro, like, this nigga's like is doing live action dying light play right now. He bruh, he was running like a cat, bruh. Yeah, he's like he was out there hopping off the stairs doing side flips to knock the zombies down. I was like, and the zombies one was number like five nine, bro. Yeah, I was like, this man is playing Left for Dead in front of me, bro. He was going. He, <laughs> hey, look, he 
he might be the reason why Miz tore that ACL. Miz was trying to keep up with him. Yeah, like I know where Miz tore the ACL. It was when Priest did that spinning heel off the top and hit him in the legs. I was like, okay, Miz ain't been – he he wasn't walking right after that mat, after that move. And, you know, he undershot it. It happens in wrestling. It wasn't malicious or anything. But, man, that zombie stuff was funny to me. I'm sorry. It was. We was talking about it briefly because you watched it on Monday. I'm like, bro, people yeah. like – some incel was going crazy on this is not pro wrestling while wearing an MLW shirt. So you more on MLW is live as we speak. Go watch that if you want just wrestling, wrestling, it's sports entertainment. I don't know why people keep forgetting Vince told y'all sports entertainment. It's neither here nor there. And bro, even on the indie scene, they do corny stuff like this. Like this is just part of wrestling. You just got to have fun with it, man. You yeah. really do. Like, it's okay. It's okay to have fun with this. Just like, I ain't seen people be this mad since when The Undertaker lost his streak. People was crying. Like, why did he da 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 It's like, he won like 20-something matches in a row. He can lose right. one. I'm like, bro, even the Bulls lost. Yeah. But, uh... Nah, the main thing I'll get to that, like, that's just what I thought was funny, was the way they incorporated the zombies and Morrison, like, getting slowly, slowly pulled down. And then after the match, they treat Miz like he a plate of crab legs. Okay, so let's just talk about the Miz. We we get to that segment now, just because it's like, all right, we already here. So initially, how did he even tears acl because i didn't even notice i i saw him limping but i was like all right it was a minor injury i think was it was walking on it. i think it was that move where like i said where breeze uh priest jumped off the top rope mm-hmm. and hit him in the knees like he was trying to do like a diving spinning heel kick shout out to savio vega um <laughs> but he was trying to do something like that and i think he just like he under he either undershot it or the Miz was too far back. I don't know, a mixture of both. I don't want to put no blame on anybody, but it was just happenstance, and he got hit in the knee. And it seemed like after that, the Miz just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So they, he finished the match as best he could. He could barely stand. And now we won't get Miz. He got a torn ACL, so we won't get him for at least nine months. Oh, he's miserable. Yeah. Like, I know we was joking last week, like, yo, Go be a father. Don't come back till October. And I guess fate was like, we got you. And I was like, yo, it was a joke, my guy. Like, This man won't be back until like the road to WrestleMania now. Yeah. Nah, he, he going to try to come back. To, you know how John Cena came back ASAP? Yeah. He definitely going to try to do that. Oh, yeah, he's going to be out on TV, you know, cutting promos in like four months. Morrison going to do the wrestling, but he'll be out there cutting promos week in, week out. It's going to be him and Selena Vega and shouting matches, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Uh, Wait, so you're saying Selena Vega is about to manage The Miz? Nobody nah, manages The Miz. Someone else, she's going to manage someone else, and it's just going to be her and The Miz and shouting matches. Oh god, it's gonna be funny, man. It will be because he because he he liked to talk trash. She from New York, match made in heaven. 
Uh, he gonna find out very fast. He gonna lose that, bro. Yeah, he losing that battle. Yeah, he ain't winning. You not you not out talking Puerto Rican woman from New York at all? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. It's always something to say back. Always something. Something you didn't even expect. She's going to make fun of something that's stupid. She's going to be like, look at your stupid knee pads. And people are going to be dying laughing on Twitter. <laughs> like, oh, she said the Miz got ugly knee pads. Something like that. She's going to make fun of that full metal alchemist trench coat he'd be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like Don say from Devil May Cry. Yeah, like, you ain't in Death Note. What are you doing? Keep that in the back of the closet, big fella. Yeah. But nah. Uh, and the other thing that I noticed about that match, so that match was sponsored by Army of the Dead. Starring Batista, who I talked to my brothers, and no disrespect to The Rock, The Rock is absolutely the biggest star, but Batista is the best actor to come out of wrestling so far. Bruh. All right, you want to talk about that? How... It's like, dude, somebody else said that. I'm like, I've been noticing that since uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. I'm like, just, yo, he gets small parts and just bodies them. Yeah, he has he has range. He has range. Now, that's not to disrespect The Rock. The Rock is a leading man. Like, any movie The Rock is in, he's The Rock. Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same as Leonardo DiCaprio or George Clooney or anybody. Any movie they in, they just them. That's a particular skill set. Yeah. But like, yo, acting wise, like who got the best chops is definitely uh Dave. And I want to know if he took a class. Oh, he absolutely took classes. Well, he they all take classes. About them classes. Well, he paid attention to his. The Rock don't pay attention to his. Well, The Rock is The Rock. He's a larger than life personality. He ain't really. I don't want to say he don't have to take acting classes, but it's just everything is filtered through him as a personality, whereas Dave for Batista, you know, he disappears into the role a little bit more. He's more of a character actor. You just rarely get a character actor that's 6'5", 250 pounds. I wouldn't even say character actor. He's just kind of acting like himself. Yeah, but... We're just Capri pants. Yeah. But it just lends... his Whatever he does just lends himself to more different styles. Like, that character in Blade Runner... That small part is not the same that was in Stuber. You know, it's not really <laughs> Drax the Destroyer. It's just different guys. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just nice to see from time to time. Um, But yeah, no. That match was sponsored by Army of the Dead. Which comes out Friday. Which comes out Friday. Uh, with, I'll be watching it. Yeah. So that was Damian Priest Miz match. There you had Damian Priest winning that match. You had the WrestleMania match where he was there with Bad Bunny, and Bad Bunny announced the tour that's been going crazy. Has it me, yet or are they just selling? They still selling, which got me thinking: Is Damian Priest WWE's head of marketing? Because this man just be selling in matches. Like every match he has on a big on a big event right now is selling another thing like we got to the wrestlemania thing like i said bad bunny comes out the greatest wrestlemania entrance ever we got right after the match 
the tour is announced. You know, we got the zombies coming out for his Matt Lumberjack match with the Miz. And then we see Army the Dead. And the most hilarious thing about that match was that's a match that's streaming on Peacock, put on by the WWE, and it's promoting a Netflix movie. Now, if you got if it was one thing I would be mad at, I would be way more mad that WWE is promoting a Netflix movie over what Sami Zayn is saying. It's like you you out here fucking with the ops? Bruh, once again, what I say, that man about his bag. And then that's why Sammy had to delete the tweets because Sammy never deletes his tweets. So yeah. that was Vince basically saying, Hey bruh, I got a bill. I want another bill. Why? Yeah. You're acting like a capitalist, Vince. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. how the conversation between him and Sammy went. Do you know who and, my wife works for? Of course I'm going to do this. And besides that, it probably just wasn't even all that. It probably was like, Vince, like, delete the tweets. Yeah. That's all that was. It was funny, though, because I, I feel like Vince was like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell him to delete the tweets, but I'm, uh, on Sunday, I got this match. And I'm gonna promote this Netflix movie, and they're like, "Wait, wait, what, what, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them to delete the tweets." But this right. Netflix movie, I gotta promote. It's you can have it either way. You can have all your sponsors be mad at you, and I'll tell Sammy he can keep tweeting, or I'll tell him to shut up, and you can get this one-time Netflix promotion. And they was probably sitting there like, "All right, fuck it, fuck it, right." It's one time. Man, People watching The Office anyway. He's still, when I tell you, he's still, he, yeah, it's true. It's like, bro, literally, I'm pissed I had to pay $10 for that uh, Peacock app, but I was like, eh. Well, eh it don't matter. I, I, I really missed the network, bro. Yeah, I, I, I have not purchased yet. I have been watching through other means. That's all I can say. I, I should have went that route, and I'm probably going to go that route next month. But um, nah. I just want to know, like, what's ne- what's Damian Priest's next pay per view match, and what's it gonna be selling? Like, who's who's got like who got an album coming out? He might be promoting Certified Lover Boy. Well, he got the same haircut as uh, Drake, right? Drake got his long hair now. I, I mean, don't. A bad bunny got the S curl, but you know, they, yeah. they do the whole thing. I don't know, people do different things with hairlines. If I had a hairline, yeah. I'd do the same thing. I, like they I feel they like Drake would get would get the Bronson Reed haircut before he got the Damian Priest cut. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that too. Thank you for reminding yeah. me about that. Shout out to Bronson Reed too. But um I told everybody one they told him to take Thick Boy off the tights. It was time. Listen. Uh, apparently Shotzi Blackheart called him Thick Boy, and I was about to tell her, Hey, I got a little bit of something too. No, 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 you ain't got it like that. You ain't got it like that. Nah, mm-hmm. that was my motivation. I took it personally. First, me, you call me, I want her to call me Thick Boy with two C's, yeah, triple C's. No, three of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, first, me, and him and Keith Lee, uh. Bronson Reed is married, but you know, Shotzi Lustin. That's all I can say. Yeah, you might, need to, you might need to put on you might need to put on a little bit of mass. 
Hey man, I need fifty more pounds. Book you need it. to drink that muscle milk. No, I need to uh, eat, start eating pork and bench pressing. That too. That I, too. I, I'll definitely get there. I'll be thick by then. Yeah, eat rice, not cauliflower rice, just rice. And pork. Yeah, go on the West Indian diet. Whatever meal you have, put white rice with it. You'll get there. Anyways. Nah, but yeah, what's Damian Priest going to sell next? Like, I really think he might sell Certified Lover Boy. I'm surprised he didn't promote the offseason. Uh, that'd be the wrong thing to promote. I was going to say, uh, Avina, he promote that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's sponsoring hell in a cell? What's that other? What's that shit women be selling with the cream? Oh, the Avon? He going to be the Avon man? Eh, why not? I ain't seen Avon in a minute. Even before the pandemic, I ain't seen a bottle of Avon. Matter of fact, I've never seen a bottle of Avon in person. Me either. It's always a lady in a pink car or like a a van, but I don't I don't know what they uh. What's that? I'm trying to see what the sponsor is. Do they have a sponsor, or maybe they haven't announced the sponsor yet? Maybe he'll announce the weekend's tour. I'm really trying to figure out what Damian Priest could sell. That tour, I mean, I know it's because of the the Corona, but damn, they gonna push that tour back at least two times. Like it's coming out next year. He could sell Keurigs. Yeah, he like can that. work a Keurig into it. But it's a it's a hell in the cell pay per view. He might be selling Home Depot stuff, or he might be selling stuff. For hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you hold on. <laughs> I was about to say problematic, but never mind. I had to think about it. Never mind. Yeah, Home Depot or Lowe's or something. Bro, just more true religion jeans. All right. He's gonna get his own jean collection. It's gonna be like, well, I can't say that person. Uh it's gonna be like Damn, I can't say that person either. Who is you the can... problem? Boo boo. Fuck it. Cause I was about to I was about to mention that nasty man. That yeah. Got, yeah. I'm like, you, you can't sell those type of jeans no more. The the apples. No, uh, no, 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 no. I don't know what 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 uh what, what was uh Beyonce's like House of Darion? He do Before be wearing that. house house of Darion. This now it's like Ivy Park or whatever. But before that it was House of Darion. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about. So House of Darion before the, yeah. the Ivy Parkman. Yeah, it was a lady I dated that uh had a few of those things. I was like, you know, I too shop at Ross, ma'am. Um But nah. Yeah, I mean he looked like he'd be wearing the House of Darion jeans already. But that is uh that's the Puerto Rican daddy of uh a WWE right now. Women love that dude. He an old man, but he look young. Yeah, that's someone's. That used to be someone's line. I forget. Was really? that Hove? Thirty is the new twenty. Yeah, I don't know, probably. Hove got a lot yeah. of bars, and they are more relevant than ever. Yeah, I'm watching uh, AEW right now, and the Young Bucks have once again come out in the Dor One Jordans. Right, bro, they just gotta stop. I understand you want to be cool and key, 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 but it's not cool anymore. It's not funny anymore. Try different jokes. Yes. It's a little corny, dude. But, hey, like I said, wrestling is corny sometimes. Just got to run with it. But they're just too corny, which you know how I feel. Yeah. No, I, I get you. 
Um, nah. I mean, since we on AEW, we got to talk about the champion, Kenny Omega, who's the champion in, like, what, four different places? Hmm. <laughs> so he's the Impact TNA champion, the AEW champion, and the AAA champion. And, yeah, man, so we just got news that August 14th, at Triple Mania, we are going to have Kenny Omega facing Andrade for the AAA title. And I'm actually excited about this match. Like, I think this could be a really, really good match. We're going to see how this goes. We know this is like the indie scene, so they're going to end up wrestling for like 37 minutes. So get ready for that. Mm-hmm. But that's the AAA. They have like the the six sided ring, right? Uh yeah. So they still have that, and they be going crazy. The Luchadors, they be going crazy with that, bro. Yeah. So you about to see Andrade prove that he is a he is a much better high flyer, top rope performer than Kenny Omega. Well, he but, younger than Kenny Omega. Kenny yeah. Omega, thirty six. Now he's forty two. Yeah, and you know. Charlotte and Andrade, you're like, you better not let him outperform you. You know, you know who my daddy is. You know who your daddy is. You can't let that white man, that Canadian out here outdo you. But nah, it's going to be a nice match. It's going to be a lot of top rope uh, moves. It's going to be, you know, a lot of athleticism. More than likely, Omega will come out, but I feel like Andrade can get that win and it won't hurt Omega, but they're making uh, Omega the indie Thanos right now. So, why not? Once again, Kwame Brown. Uh, All right, so let me give my quick feed on this match because obviously we got what? It's it's announced for July, August. When is it now? August 14th. Damn. We closed before. We'll, we'll definitely yeah. review that match. Uh, yeah. I think I think that's going to be match of the year, honestly. Really? You see that? You see so, how that works with me? Yeah, I can look actually at- give a fair assessment. Yeah, like, hey, man, let this be known. That might be the, the name of the episode. Banks gives says a positive thing about Kenny Omega. I think it would be a good match. And not because of him. See how that works? <laughs> not because of him, but more so because of Andrade. But no, no, you, you definitely – it takes two to work. Uh, no, I think that that will be up there. You know, Dave Meltzer, you know, he's he's in his mom's basement, and he probably, you know, has all that paper laying around. Clean that shit up, boy. Uh, yeah, it's just you look like a psychopath, dude. Well, he is. Uh, that's besides the point. <laughs> Them little ass shirts he be wearing. You ain't that swole, bro. Uh, it's just, I think, other than what the guy, the best in the world does, Roman Reigns, it's like nothing is going to beat this match. It's going to take him to have a match with Kofi, have a match with somebody of that caliber. But I think, given how the booking is going, even though we don't know what they're going to do, uh, I'm definitely going with it. This is definitely going to be match of the year. Uh, 37 minutes. I could definitely see this match going 30. Hell, give it 42 minutes, even though that's too long. It's basically Iron Man match. But yeah, no, I, I usually hate when Kenny Omega matches because it seems like all of them go 
go that long. Even the one with Rich Swan, it was like, all right, bro, you don't need this to be 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But this match, I think you give it about 30 minutes or so. Yeah, I think this is gonna be match of the year. And I'm I'm I yeah, I think they, they got it with this one. We'll see what else happens the rest of the year, but this is I think definitely is gonna be my candidate for match of the year. I think this is a candidate, and I think uh Leo Rush versus Chris Bay will be a candidate. Ooh, yeah, I gotta figure out it's gonna be on uh GCW's pay-per-view, so it'll be a it's a G no, I'm sorry, uh MLW. Yes, yeah, MLW. Let me make sure. Not MLW, okay. I'm tripping. Uh the promotion out in Vegas. What is it called? Uh is that that's not IWC, is it? No, I got the name too off the top of my head, but I can't think of it. But let me see. Yeah, I was about to say GCW, are they about to fight in some glass and barbed wire? Yeah, because Nick Cage apparently has a match. Uh FSW. Okay. Yeah, they they based out of um Vegas. So okay. that I don't know how we're gonna watch that, but somehow uh, it's probably gonna be live somewhere on their Facebook or something. Or if you gotta pay for it, I mean, I definitely put the money up for that. Yeah, it might show but, up somewhere on the YouTube too. But yeah, um, I actually would like to go in person, but I believe they're almost sold out, and it's next month too. So that's definitely gonna be up there. Uh, but. You know, if we gotta go to high pro, even though this this isn't technically high profile, they definitely go with this. They definitely put Andrade over, but you know, we'll have our assessment a week before. We're just basically talking about it because it just came out this week in this book. So now we know what's going on with Andrade. I don't think he's married to one promotion. Uh, he's just an indie worker at this point, and a good way to get back onto the indie scene is around your folks uh in mexico so now you get back into the swing of things so sort of speak yeah no definitely i i i hope more people don't immediately just go sign with impact or ring of honor or aew or new japan bro go everywhere like if there's one thing like i don't know how well it's working for them but one thing i i think ec3 had the right idea which is just go everywhere like i said Ain't really working for dude like that, at least as far as I'm concerned. But you don't have to commit yourself to one brand right away. Yeah. Like, I mean, Miro did, but that's Miro. That dude gonna show up and it's like he became a star immediately over there. But not everybody that. Yeah, and besides anyway. that, uh, I think a lot of the workers, former WWE workers. They just learned, like, man, I could just go on the indie scene. I can make just about the same amount of money, if not more, from doing autograph signings, et cetera, and work the yeah. indies. That's what's going on with Leo Rush. Like, when I saw Leo Rush move to L.A., I said, all right, bro. Yeah, he he doing good on the indie scene. I'm doing that. Isn't he doing, like, Twitch streams and such, too? Yeah, he just got to stop making music. Love Leo Rush. Just stop. Please stop making music. Now, Chris Bay is cold. Chris Bay is cold when it comes to music. He doing I didn't know he made music. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Now, he cold. He do the young boy sing-along thing, and it's cold. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. Now, mm-hmm. maybe it won't even be a match. Maybe it'll just be a battle rap. Please don't More let so. it be a battle rap. Please don't let it but be a battle rap. What I mean by the young boy sing-along thing, they don't want to call themselves R&B singers, but they R&B singers. He, he, he's singing. 
just without the Luther vocals. Yeah, R&B singers with no vocal training. Yeah, that, that, that's where we at now, you know. Some would say Brian T- Bryson Tiller's the same. I mean, you know, it is what it is. They they music makers. They they, they make a vibe. There you go. That's what the kids like nowadays, vibes. Yeah, so it is what it is with that. But anyway, I say that a lot. <laughs> but what, anyway? No. Yeah. That's but no. It's um it is it's pretty good. Uh we're gonna get into a quick segment before this one because I'm gonna say this one for last because this will be your favorite thing. But right before that, we just got another announcement. So we all knew that TNT was uh for those in the know, TNT was getting uh hockey. And hockey can't come on Tuesday or Thursday because that's the NBA's days. So now it is coming on, I believe, Mondays and Wednesdays. So that means AW, it put AEW in a weird spot. And TNT didn't know what to do because, funny enough, the key demo rating in AEW is better than in hockey. But the advertisers like hockey more. And what the advertisers want wins. So now on TNT, you will see hockey on Wednesdays. And going forward, they will move AEW Dynamite to TBS to stay on Wednesdays. And on Fridays, they will have a one-hour wrestling show called AEW Rampage. Because initially, the idea was, well, you got to go to Friday. You can't go to Friday. SmackDown is there. You're not beating SmackDown. So keep yourself looking good. Make your main show on Wednesday. Put it on TBS. Smart move. Hey, you still got to do this TNT show. All right, we'll give you one hour on Friday. Cool. Two very, very smart things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you say what you feel about it. I, I, I don't really have anything to say except for the inner circle will probably be on that full hour. Nobody else will get time. Uh, I will say just everybody uh, do like I do every now and then and watch AEW uh, Dark. You know, that, that, yeah. that's the only time they really let the young talent shine and they're not going to let definitely an hour. Hell, they barely let them do it on two hours. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's the one thing I really do hope for that one hour show is like, hey, man, you're not going to beat Raw in the ratings, whether you you air it the first hour or the second hour. So, you know what you might as well do? Be creative. Show people who don't necessarily get on. Just put make that the AEW dark. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. We gonna That's take- what I was thinking about, too. I was going to tell you that. I was like, why don't they just make that, like, the new AEW dark? But they're not like, really thinking logically. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, you do have to have some star power because it is a TV show, as we've seen with NXT. That's not a development league no more. The moment you get on TV and when ratings matter and money matters. Yeah. And I'm not mad at that. I'm really not mad at that. But I was like, look, man, you got to understand you ain't beating SmackDown in the ratings at all. Ever. It's going to take a lot to happen for SmackDown to not be better than you in the ratings. So you got an hour. Recap your stories and then just put on some pretty interesting matches. 
No, they they too prideful for that. We're gonna have Cody Rose come out the same day. Uh they debut and give an all eyes matter mix. Uh my child is mixed promo. We probably gonna have Chris Jericho if they do some if if they somehow beat Raw in the ratings. Chris Jericho about to be annoying as fuck as usual. He gonna say something while they live on air. Uh yeah. and pretty much he's gonna be saying clown shit with the the bucks of youth coming out with fake shoes with felas and dadas yeah and whatever else and no young talent actually gets to be shown so that that's yeah. definitely how it's about to go uh i definitely expect the legend i expect the best in the world roman reigns to say something about this this maybe i feel like he's gonna say something you know how he this become a trend like after a pay-per-view he got to get on the treadmill and cut a promo yeah. <laughs> about whatever going he said what he called him he said jim jimmy i'm gonna talk to you on friday i said bro this thing is a legend bro yeah nah i don't even think roman is gonna pay attention to it because eric bischoff said something that's fairly interesting he was like he's like i'm not in wwe right now but if just from knowing vince and knowing the people around there they don't care about AEW like that he's like you gotta he's like you gotta think about it they just put me in the Hall of Fame, and I was on AEW television a month before that. Like, Jericho was just on. It's in that. Vince was mad that, yeah, AEW did a million, but also they went uncontested. Like, like NXT, NXT, the only reason NXT is not doing a million is because they go against basketball. Is that- watch, watch summertime happen. Watch they magically hit a million. Oh, absolutely. That's when I watch. I think we talked about this for the past couple of years. That's when I watch the most wrestling is during the summertime because yeah. we got, other than the WNBA for myself, usually the only other sport I'm watching is baseball. And then there's so many games in baseball, I don't need to watch every single day. Whereas in the NBA, and maybe it's more so because I'm a basketball fan. Like I just said, WNBA, so I'll just say basketball as a whole. I feel like I have to watch those games. Compared yeah. to in the summertime, you know, with the WNBA games, I damn near watch a lot of WNBA games. So it's great basketball. It's great basketball. They, they, they are great players. So yeah. uh, fundamentally sound all around everything. But, you know, that's usually my summertime. And then I watch some summer league games as well. So yeah. that's usually what my – that's always my favorite time of the year too is the summertime and then once we get the winter. But mostly summertime because, you know, that's when I – really be watching sports that people don't watch for the most part so yeah uh their ratings are definitely going to skyrocket hell during the summertime like you know around this time like i told you i've missed out on a lot of wrestling like sometimes i gotta go back and watch mlw because they are our or sometimes i gotta go back if it's certain things on during the week i missed i'll go back like i'm gonna watch the johnny gargano bronson reed match uh more than likely tomorrow sometime before the games come on yeah. Uh, so that's how I fit into my schedule. But it's like during the summertime when all this madness isn't going on with the W. I mean the NBA. I got the WNBA. I got baseball, which will probably be one beat. No, I'm, I'm thinking about how I prioritize it and I won't stay on this too long. But in my head, use and I'm just going ba- based on the past couple of years with myself. It's kind of like you know wrestling sometimes is one A, but then the the WNBA. Be like one B, and then sometimes it just flips. 
but they definitely know that as well. They definitely know, all right, we're going to put this work in during the summertime because there's no basketball. Yeah, it's no basketball, it's no football. We got a shot against baseball. Oh, no, they definitely got a shot against baseball. And I love baseball, but they definitely got a shot. And then around August, once we start going to uh, training camp for the NFL, it's like, all right. Yeah, you know, college football we, is back. Okay, that's weekends. We still got a shot. Yeah, let's dial it back a little bit with the creative. They, if if history has shown, around the summertime, that's when they really start cooking. Summertime, like, yeah. The build to SummerSlam and the build to WrestleMania is usually the two most impactful times. Right, because you really got time around there. Yeah, like hell, even the Survivor Series builds aren't what they used to be anymore. The Royal Rumble build isn't what it used to be anymore. Nah, because. What's in January? It's nothing really in January. It's just like NBA. Oh, the playoffs and the NFL. NFL NFL playoffs coming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's not like they get lazy, but they just know, like, why put in all this effort when we're not going to get a lot of views? Whereas in the summertime, it's like, all right, we all in. Like, that's been the case for years. Yeah. It's just, it's just us. Like I just said, for myself personally, like, I haven't been watching New Japan just because they do a six hour pay per view every day. I, I haven't watched MLW in about two or three weeks because it's NBA. But when next month hits and we start to get to the the finals, because the finals, I believe, are like the end of next month, if I'm not mistaken, or early July because of uh, them pushing back the season because of the pandemic. But whenever it is, it's like, all right, as soon as that's done, literally sometimes as soon as the finals, the last game of the finals, it's like, all right, cool. I fully turn into my here we go with wrestling mode. So that's yeah. how it works out with me. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we out here with the wrestling. You out here supporting women's basketball. It's all positive. It's all love. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I need season tickets to the Sparks, uh, the Aces, and I need to be flewed out to the Dallas Wings games. Yeah, you're trying to and show that love. Yeah, the Chicago Sky game. I need to be flewed out for the last two teams. Absolutely. We got to get out here and we show this love. Spread this this positivity. Spread yeah. this well this well-being and all this well wishes. Yeah. And I need to be courtside with a turtleneck. Yeah, and a chain. You got to be dressed like Omas. Definitely. That's my guy. I want to know who his tailor is. I say that every week, like, bro. Yeah. We got we got nothing but love for all these people, all these athletes. Now let's slander Ricochet. Let's go. <laughs> See how so that button. Yep. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. I was like, yep, we're gonna we're gonna talk about all this love. Now let's get to Ricochet. Always leave with love. Now let's get to Trevor. Um that's his real name. I think his real name is Trevor. He might be Jamaican. Yeah. Let's get to Caden Carter's tag team partner's boyfriend. Hey. Um her tag team partner's boyfriend. Hey, listen, I know where you was going, but listen, as soon as you said that name, I, hey, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Pressure. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, R&B music. That's yeah. it. Yeah, After Dark featuring Drake and Ty Dollar Sign. Uh, absolutely. And I don't even uh, know that song, but yeah, you're right. Uh, but nah. So for those that don't know, yesterday, this was such a stupid thing. Uh, WWE put up an innocent tweet of like, who do you, who was your favorite high flyer? 
And I think the selections were like Ricochet, Rey Mysterio. Uh, there was a woman in there. I think it was Sasha Banks that was looked at as one of the high flyers, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. And it was a fourth person. And I forget, but it was just WWE interacting with their audience. Saying like, hey, who do you like? So Ricochet responds, well, none of them can do it like me. I'm the best high flyer. None of them can do what I do. Which is arrogant as shit. But also, he's not wrong. Like, yes, no one can do a 630 splash. You're the only person I've seen in WWE that does a 630 splash. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you are the best all-around high flyer. To which one lady responded, was like, you know, there are different styles of high flying. He was like, yes, that's true, but none of them this and that. And then she brought up, well, I like EO Shirai. EO Shirai does a lot of really good things. And he was like, yes, that's true. EO's great. And he's like, but let's be real. I can do all the things that EO Shirai can do. She can't do half of what I do. And that set this whole thing off. Because how do you fall for that? Like, are you that in your feelings that you that insecure that you fall for that? Like, yo, man, you could talk your shit like, yeah, I'm the best. Can't nobody do it like me. Fine. Fine. I really can't argue that. I haven't really seen anyone in WWE. I mean, Mysterio's old now, so that's really where it ends and begins is like who is the premier high flyer is you. Mm-hmm. It was like, you didn't have to say none of that about EO. All you had to say was EO is dope and kept it pushing. But nah, right after when we saw all this stuff come out, when Mickey James got released and the Iconics and Chelsea Green and all this stuff about women's wrestling and her talking about how they're viewed within the company and how certain people in the company view women's wrestling as a whole, and the way WWE has struggled with women's wrestling everywhere except NXT, and the way AEW has definitely struggled promoting their women's division, and the way Impact barely has a women's division, for all these things, for women fighting to get all this position and all these things, and these really, really talented people are out here going night in, night out, killing it through the pandemic. We, We talk about this all the time. Oscar, Bailey, Sasha Banks were holding it down just as much as any other wrestler was for WWE. And you decide to say something against women. Mm-hmm. It's not sexist per se, but bruh, they, they're clearly struggling over here. And you're just going to like throw a dig just because you and your feelings. Like, this is light skin shit. <laughs> like I will this is, call him Becky with the good hair, but he ain't got no hair. Nah, you you acting like a bald headed bastard right now. Where's Scott bald Steiner? Headed bastard. Like, look, man, no one's doubting that you're bad in the ring. Everyone who's seen you wrestle, you have good in ring work. We've seen you high fly. This was an innocent question. Keep that energy with with creative. Don't take that out on the fans. Don't take that out on EO. And went full light skin, bro. Went full light skin and just said, 
She can't do like me and delete the tweet. I, I don't know why people keep deleting tweets, bro. Leave. Yeah, we already screen grafted. Thank you. That's how I was able to see it. Like, bro, keep that tweet up, big fella. Yeah. You want to be upset because somebody else doing. And Lo been killing it, bro. She been one of the out. You got to own your L's, man. This yeah, was an that's, L. That's the problem, man. It, that's the problem. Accountability is very low these days. Like yeah. Nobody wants to be a dough to have accountability for anything they do. It's like, bro, just act grown for once. And that's the thing about have accountability. Be a dope for once. Uh. Yeah. yeah. That's uh that's the thing about accountability is it's not just after you say something, it's before. You have to think, how is this going to go over if I say it? It's not political correctness. It's like, yo, that was being unprofessional to your coworker. Because mm-hmm. imagine if someone was make, went out there and made fun of the fact that you got squashed by Brock in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Like we did. What you did. Because you're saying this is factual that El Shirai can't do what you do. Okay. Well, you wanted to talk facts. Then they brought up the fact that you're friends with a pedophile. That happened. Yep. And that's when the tweet got deleted. That's when he went real silent and got off of that. I don't know if he locked his account or he he deactivated for a while or what. But he got himself up out of there. And all I could think was when he uh when people brought up he was friends with a convicted pedophile who I think is still a wrestler, it was like, man. No, I raw. Exactly where he at. I was like, man, Raw is really the best place for Velveteen Dream. And it all comes back. It all comes back. It all comes back. Like, because I was like, man. You really out here kicking it with a dude that did that? Admittedly, I don't know if that man has done the work, if he's repaired himself or what. But, yo, man, you better answer. Like, you you got more questions to answer now than just like, hey, why were you a dick towards your coworkers? He's like, certain people ain't going to let you around their kids, bro. But he just could have kept it moving. He really could have. And he was hurt. He was absolutely hurt. What you say? He got real light for real. Becky without the good hair. That's his new name. Yeah, you thought Issa Rae would have wrote this. Man was being wild and secure. (laughs) Man was being wild. All right, with the Kanye 05 bar. Yeah, I had to. That was definitely Kanye. That was was a graduation bar. Yeah, no, that definitely would have been a punchline. That was actually really good. Yeah, you know. That's life of Pablo bars, actually. But uh, we're gonna go on yeah. fire, Kanye, when he really had the punchline crispy. Okay, but he nah, man. Uh, it's how I put this. I think it's someone we both follow, and shout out to her. Uh, what's her name? Sada Lafleur. Mm-hmm. And she she tends to say that uh, men ruin wrestling. Thank you. Ben, hey man, I'm here to and, say, fucking, this is what I wake up. Hold on one second, bro. Let me get this ISO. Men ruin everything because of egos and pride. 
Yeah. Love is going to get you killed, but pride will be the death of me and you. Oh, wow. I went Kanye, you went Kendrick. Is that Gemini's two eyes? You see how that works? More punchlines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you went very fabulous right there. But uh, <laughs> those are them soul tape bars. But nah, I like whether you believe that or not, what Sala Fleur is saying, what you can't argue against her is men have so many opportunities. It's just wild when like they have so many opportunities. They also have the opportunities to just fuck shit up. Yeah. And think of think about all the segments in wrestling you hate over recent years. Think about the ones that are just like this shouldn't exist. Ninety percent of them is dudes, right? Yeah. The zombie stuff. If you hated that, those were dudes. For those who don't like what goes on on Raw week in week out. It's like two women segments. Everything else is dudes. If you don't like AEW, they have one women segment on their television show weekly. One. Tonight they had two. Surprise record. And one of them was a squash. The other one was actually a good match. It's worth watching. It's uh Serena D versus Red Velvet. That was actually a legitimately good match. Which, once again, just like on Raw and SmackDown generally and on NXT, usually the best matches on AEW come from the women's division. Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, if Orange Cassidy ain't out there, if Pac ain't out there killing it, who else? The Lucha Bros. It gets really difficult to for certain things. Certain things are good, certain things are not. As it is with wrestling. But like I said, yes, Roman is great. Roman is phenomenal. Now, when you think about all the things you don't like on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, how many of them are dudes? And at that point, if you ricochet, like, why you got to bring El Shirai into this? I know someone else asked, but. Right, you didn't have to say no names. You could have just been like, man, I do this better than woo thing woo woo Yeah. That man, like, man. Yeah, like, all that tells me is you don't listen to Pimp C. I ain't dissing nobody. I'm just saying what it is. That's all you had to do. You could say you was the best. Nobody was going to fight you on you saying the best. Bro, we seen you with the flips. We know. But that don't mean you got to diss your coworkers. Your fellow workers out here who be out there putting their body on the line just as much as you. Some of them get on TV more than you. They don't throw that in your face. Mm-hmm. And when you like get you, on TV, you don't do absolutely nothing. Yeah, like you just got on TV because Humberto got injured. You stole Seamus' thing. You was out there looking like Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> With a top hat. With a top hat and a trench coat. Like, bro, you... Let's not let's not sit here and pretend. So, hey man, maybe that's what Damian Priest can sell next is a men's suit outlet. No, sell uh, Ricky Shea, sell him some hair. He can have that. He can have that Floyd Mayweather lineup. You know, this has been short dudes with hair that's really been the problem lately. 
It's him or without hair. It's him. Tory Lane's always showing up doing some stupid shit now. With the ground beef. Yeah. We really got to get bald bald dudes some hair. Short bald dudes some hair, particularly. Yeah. Because they just... We chilling. Yeah, y'all tall. Y'all still got the tall. Can't nobody see y'all bald. Y'all tall. By the time they, you know, they get over the height, they're like, well, shit. I can deal with no hair. He's six feet. <laughs> but you five seven, five four dudes. As a dude who was nothing but five seven, five eight myself. Y'all gotta chill. Y'all gotta get out of y'all feelings. It's really making y'all look bad. It ain't making me look bad. I got hair. Got anything else you want to say? Hey, bruh, Ricky O'Shea, stop backflipping on your girl's thumb, bro. Damn. Damn. I ain't forget. That was you. You you bringing up TikToks? She was TikToking him. He definitely was dancing. Okay. Well, I don't know about being treated (laughs) like a sock puck puppet or not that ain't really my place that's not my business I was like man don't make other people your business because oh man they showed your movies and it was not good and the funny thing he said nobody in wrestling can do it like him and it's like bro we didn't people saw your matches with will osprey mm-hmm. like come on we saw y'all do the same things let's let's not sit here and pretend but that dude is world champion in New Japan. You on the pre-show. That's why your feelings is hurt. Io Shirai, stay on TV. Doing work. Yeah. You be on main event fighting Ali 30 times a month. And that's no disrespect to Ali. That's no disrespect to the people on main event. Yeah, because Dana Brooke is a legend on main event. Yeah. But man, Apollo used to be a main event legend. And then he went up. He you went see up. how everybody leave Ricky Ricky O'Shea and they start glowing up? Yep. Reginald. You know, that's his man. That's but he, he need to get with. He need both of them, the, the, the two flip niggas. Yeah. Just be out here looking like uh Spider-Man when he uh finally trusts himself in the into the Spider-Verse. You need that. Trust yourself. And stop doing so many backflips. Or do more. Maybe that'll get you on TV. I don't know, man. It won't. It, it just it's called having personality, sir. That, that's all it is. I could never. Yeah. But ugh. I could never be compared to a person like that. All this trash talk, all I can say is, dude, I really hope you find some security in your life within your personhood. I understand your position in WWE is finicky and shaky and you probably won't resign. You'll probably go somewhere else and you'll probably be a big star. No, go to MLW and do work. But I just want to let you know, if someone else start complaining about you at one point, I hope you remember this. 
because you didn't have to do this. You could have showed her a lot of grace. Thank you. It was not just show her love, like man, you know what? Yeah, she goes. Yeah, that's it. You could have left it alone. You could have even said, "All these people are dope. I'm the best." Like that's it. Thank you. You could have worked oh. it. You actually worked yourself out of getting some work. Like you, you yeah. worked yourself into a shoot. Like, yeah. bro, you probably, if you would have did that, management or somebody would have been like, "Oh." Okay, where's this side? Creative, somebody would have tried to work with you. Yeah. This would be your heel turn. You pass up opportunity because you wanted to be a mulatto. Yeah. You brought up you brought up someone else. They brought up who your friends were, and you had to delete tweets. So you had to run. And I don't understand that. Like, bro, we but that's it. That that goofy. Like I I, I don't need to elaborate. I think we talked about him last year. I know the goofy they talking about. It's like, bro. You literally, you and Cook and Coon Moose, y'all keep on trying to bypass, and the other shorty, uh, Mega Chin, y'all keep trying to bypass that y'all are aren't cool with this dude. Like, bro, y'all literally be in pictures with this dude, and y'all let him take pictures. If y'all wanted to be low, tell that goofy to stop taking pictures. Y'all be yeah. out here in this gym doing backflips and rolls and all that, and but then when people start hitting you up about it, it's like, oh, okay, like, bro. Guilty by association. That's your man. You want to do loyalty? Get him some help. You can't help him. Like I said, that's another topic. Off air. That's an off air topic we got. Yeah. That's it. Uh, As far as matches to watch this week, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see Elevation, but. Uh, like I said, Serena D versus Red Velvet was good on NXT. Tony Storm versus Zoe Stark. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Bronson Reed. There's one other one I'm missing. This one I'm, is blanking. I'm I'm drawing a blank, unfortunately. Right. Uh, but if you just want to see something funny, uh. They're going to have a stare down in the coming weeks with Cameron Grimes and the Million Dollar Man, which I still find it hilarious that Cameron Grimes' new character, because that other one didn't work, is like, we're just going to turn you into a broke hillbilly. Mm-hmm. You're a rich, broke boy. With that taco meat all over his body. Well, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I guess he's afraid of the wax, which, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be like that scene out of 40 year old version. Yeah, I think he also does that because if he if he waxed himself, we would find that him and Seamus are very similar in complexion. Is it because they white? White would be too dark for what they are. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Peace out. New Jack matches if you could find them. Watch his promos, watch his shoot interviews. <laughs> Definitely watch the shoot interviews. It's Boy. it's is wild problematic. It's wild problematic. If y'all think Kwame Brown been on the rant with these shoot interviews, boy, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yep. Everything starts with wrestling. That's all I can say. Be safe though.